0: When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast
1: that's created by humans for humans.
0: But only the gay ones only gay humans sorry straights if you're
1: listening you get out of here yeah get out go on get
0: what's up you cool straight person um <laughs> i'm mike johnson i'm kyle gets we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today today what are we talking about mike <laughs>
1: 420 420 happy 420 happy 420 well, 419 we...
0: if you're not cool in, in patreon oh yeah that's true <laughs> some people are
1: getting this episode on 419 which don't get high yet hang on to it for a day mm-hmm. um Uh, Yeah, fortuitously, this episode comes out on 420, and we decided to celebrate that.
0: Yeah, how howm you're going to find out?
1: We (laughs) took (laughs) edibles. I think we should just go ahead and say yeah. Um, so yeah, starting to we'll see how this goes.
0: Yeah, we were recording our Patreon episode about prison, and had to get high to get through it. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) or at least start like the getting high process. Yes,
1: yes. So we're a little bit into (sighs) it. Our edible, where you know.
0: Um, but first... But first, here's the news. This is gonna go great. This is gonna go great, I can tell. Shut your mouth hole, it's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. Uh, News the first. San Diego County has settled with a transgender woman who was beaten by a fellow inmate after being placed in a cell with three men at a men's prison in 2020. So Christina Frost was put in jail... And despite the fact that she uses she, her pronouns and has female on her driver's license. Mm. So legally she is female. She was put into a cell with men in it and uh, they they beat her up. Mm. So uh, without, while admitting no guilt or liability in the case, San Diego County agreed to pay (laughs) $275,000 for the incident that took place on November 20th. 2020 at the central jail in downtown San Diego frost said she had been arrested for a book and release crime where suspects are immediately released on the condition that they appear at a later time to be officially booked fingerprinted and photographed instead she was housed with three male suspects in the men's facility in violation of county policy mm-hmm. even though she presented as female at the time of her arrest and her driver's license listed her gender as female sadly and foreseeably uh, one of the men in the cell viciously attacked ms frost the lawsuit said His close fist punches to Ms. Frost's face resulted in serious bodily injuries, including a broken jaw, so far requiring two surgeries to repair. And That's horrible. The sheriff's department, of course, said that she was making part of it up. Uh, Quote, the person who allegedly assaulted Ms. Frost stated he was assaulted by Ms. Frost first and stated he acted in self-defense.
1: Oh, fuck that. That sounds like a trans panic
0: defense. Spokesperson Lieutenant Amber Baggs said at the time. Additionally, Miss Frost declined to press charges.
1: That's not an admission of guilt.
0: She claims she was denied medical treatment when deputies further detained her for 12 hours before taking her to a hospital. Uh, She also alleged that she was repeatedly misgendered by deputies. And... uh, yeah it's it's interesting like this is the kind of shit that happens all of the time and shit that re- like Republicans apparently fucking think that we should be doing yeah yeah um, and uh, it's, it's it's I don't know like I I, I feel awful for, for her that that situation happened obviously and it's it's nice for there to be some kind of repercussions for yeah like being dick fuckface fuck based assholes about it seems
1: like not enough but right, right. um yeah. also mm-hmm. I was gonna say something else
0: oh you're high no I'm not (laughs) I'm regular
1: it sucks that the idea like we've been making progress by allowing legal gender changes Mm. and it also sucks that that didn't protect her in this case that should be that's part of the point of that is to be and maybe hopefully why she won her case like that part of the point is to be like no look like legally I am a female what do you want from me like you you have to put me in the female side
0: yep yep that sucks yep I agree Yep. If Um, you want to learn
1: more about prison, check out our Patreon, (laughs) $5 plus a month level, and you can hear a bonus episode about prison. It's
0: it's magical. It's heavy. (laughs) Okay. News the second. So Emmy Award winning Pose star Billy Porter is going to be playing Mm -hmm. renowned writer and activist James Baldwin in an upcoming Uh feature. He also helped write the script with Dan McCabe, but uh, James Baldwin, um, outspoken gay black writer, born in Harlem in 1924 uh and wrote a lot about black identity, sexuality, race issues. Um he wrote um books called Go Tell It on the Mountain, Notes of a Native Son, Another Country and The Fire Next Time. But uh yeah, so Billy Porter who when you see their pictures side by side, like I see it. Hmm. This is good casting, yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh also an actual queer person playing a historical queer uh, person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Billy Porter, like he's one of the people that can make that happen because, because of how big his name is.
0: Yep. And, uh, and who, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe this, maybe this will get him his Oscar. He's won an Emmy, a Tony and a Grammy. So (gasps) no way it's the Oscar to EGOT.
1: Damn. All right. We'll be
0: watching that one. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, if Billy Porter EGOTs, can we just, can we do a whole episode about that? Or yes, a, we could we could do a Billy Porter episode. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh quote As a black queer man on this planet with relative consciousness, I find myself, like James Baldwin said, in a rage all the time. I am because James was. I stand on James Baldwin's shoulders, and I intend to expand his legacy for generations to come. Oh, Billy Porter said. That's beautiful. In a statement. Yeah. News the last? Yeah. All right. So zilla washington
1: what this is hold on
0: <laughs> i've been there the principal of zilla middle school has sent out an apology email to parents over a quote modernized version of romeo and juliet that was performed at an eighth grade field trip on thursday uh this made local news it made yakima news kima tv news are you telling gonna tell people, it, people tell people what that you're from there I'm from there. I'm from like that's I, that was yeah. I went to Zilla Middle School everybody. Right. Right, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you gotta you
1: gotta tell people.
0: I mean the play was performed by a traveling company from the Seattle Shakespeare Company oh. at Zilla Nazarene Church, uh also known as the Church of Godzilla, I believe. <laughs>
1: I've driven past that with you.
0: Yep. Uh and the field trip flyer stated that, quote, the group will present a slightly modernized version of the play and then gay okay. well Apparently, people, some of the kids told some of the parents uh, some of the things, and they all freaked out, wrote into the news, wrote into the principal, the principal, uh, the principal um, uh, God, they gave his last name Torres. I wonder if I know that kid. Hold on. I'm sorry, are you Facebooking the principal? hmm
1: <laughs> Yeah, you got to do your conflict of interest disclosures.
0: Oh, Mike Torres. I, I I know him, but he's not who I was thinking of. Mike Torres, the principal, sent out an email and said, basically, quote, There were some scenes and backdrop art depictions that may have caused the students to feel uncomfortable. The play was not done in a manner that we anticipated, and he apologized for any students that were negatively impacted. Here's the thing. I've dug and dug and dug to try to figure out what was so fucking egregious that Mm -hmm. it required the news to get involved and for the principal to have to send out a letter. The two things... (laughs) That I have found were number one apparently part of the modern like ghetto citified like backdrop. It says trans rights. (laughs) Like it's a big piece of graffiti art, and then like in one place it says trans rights.
1: Yeah, in the bottom corner where (laughs) like you really have to squint.
0: And uh, apparently uh, the actor that was playing Romeo was uh, gender nonconforming and appeared to be either nonbinary or perhaps trans. The reports are conflicting possibly because nobody that's from there knows how to talk about this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh, yeah, it, 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 so uh, the actor that played Romeo was was assigned female at birth and is um you know gender nonconforming in some way. And do they know like Shakespeare at all? Like n- no, they don't. That's, that's the thing, yeah. right? Like they just absolutely don't understand it. Lots of people on Facebook were saying lots of really hilarious things about the whole thing like do you even know Shakespeare? <laughs> All of the actors would have been men yeah. back in the day. So what the fuck is the you problem? You would have freaked
1: out about that.
0: <laughs> and uh, one of one of them said, quote, God forbid the eighth graders see something regarding trans rights in the play about, check's notes, teenagers committing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's so true. It's absolutely true. Just, just absolute insanity. Much ado about nothing. <laughs> but it was. It's interesting being from there. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And the number of like parental rights things that people are hiding their bigotry behind. Yes. Like I just I should have been informed before knowing whether to send my kid to go be indoctrinated by transgenderism. Yeah. Uh, is is uh? It's because you it you hate, it's not because you wanted to be informed. It's because you hate trans people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like if. You didn't bitch about the fact that you, we took your eighth grader to a fucking church. That's indoctrination. Indoctrination, right? Yep. Like, yeah,
1: and parents have a right to opt their kid out of that.
0: Yep. Um, anyway, it just it really it really pisses me off that yeah. it's just that you think trans people are icky, and they did not add trans content to the play. The play was done uh, exactly as written. The changes were only casting and mm. only what was in the backdrop and, and, and costuming. Yeah, and. Uh, There was nothing overtly trans about it, not pushing a trans agenda, just merely the existence of a trans person on that stage and trans rights written on the backdrop in graffiti was enough to like people lose their goddamn minds. What the fuck is wrong with this country, Kyle? Also, you'd think that the church would kick them out if it was like...
1: Mm.
0: Oh, yeah. What What I mean is it was subtle enough that the church didn't freak out. I'm sure that if when they got there, they found out that it was like... romeo like gets bottom surgery or something like like, that that would you know they would they would freak out and and say no you can't do your fucking gay-ass play here yeah but they they didn't because it wasn't egregious wasn't even over
1: yeah yeah Um,
0: anyway fuck you zilla
1: (sighs) the place you grew i mean i yeah
0: also reading through the people that were on the side of trans rights oh like there's way more of them than i ever thought possible Mm. i think that 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 town has changed some and mm-hmm. that, that was very heartwarming to read to read through some of the things yeah and also like like one of the like people on facebook that was most angry is a guy who was an upperclassman when i was when i was when i was there mm-hmm. he's hot oh no <laughs> yeah it's that's the worst still yeah. still
1: that like trope of the bully that's hot yeah
0: who claims to have a gay son which uh, huh. like so therefore he gets to say whatever bigoted shit oh about yeah yeah people that he wants i too, was but... like
1: i bet that appeared at the beginning of a sentence where he said something homophobic or transphobic yeah
0: that's the news
1: that's the news um, people that we would celebrate in a church um, are the following patreon members David Clement Great. or Clement if it rhymes with cement uh, Keith Weisenhut what? Um, Hut <laughs> what? Hut um, and Squaggle <laughs> is there a question mark in there or is that nope just that's a- my inflection <laughs> and it's a lowercase s if that matters Squaggle Squaggle Squiggle, squoggle, squawkle. Joan of Art. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, If you want uh, bonus episode segments, content, if you want to have me try to say your name, join at patreon.com slash gayishpodcast. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have our Patreon happy hour coming up soon. Yeah, we do. So uh, that is May the 3rd at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you, anyone at any level gets to join that, so um, either if you're already a member, get to hang out with us or join for just two bucks and you get to join in on the happy hours they're a lot of fun
0: yep the link gets posted to the patreon app so if you were wondering like how you get access that's that's how yeah uh and um go to, use the patreon app people fill in your address so i can send you a christmas card
1: yeah patreon do it
0: do it you we talking about 420 yeah Okay. I
1: feel like we've been talking for forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's been 17
0: minutes and 57 this seconds. This feels so. like the Okay, I'm ready. Are you high? Okay, great. No. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, <clears throat> um, you know what? What? You're right. It does feel like we've been talking forever because the planning about who was going to say what and in what order is so far long ago I've forgotten all of it. You start. So, I'm gonna start,
1: yes, uh, I do remember that part,
0: all right, well, I'm going to start like exactly like we planned <laughs> no with the history of four twenty great, so back in the weed episode, which that was season one, um uh we we got similarly high, <laughs> yeah, and I talked more about like the history of marijuana because mm-hmm. that that episode was called weed, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't believe I covered four twenty like why is four twenty? Marijuana time, Kyle. Why is
1: 420? I actually started to like accidentally run into descriptions of why and I had to keep avoiding it because I knew you were going to do this.
0: I love how predictable I am.
1: (laughs) I mean, as am I. Um, But I don't know why. Something about teenagers? I don't know.
0: So some of the ideas that are not true but persist as like urban legend are that 420 was uh, the police officer code for Mm -hmm. marijuana smoking in progress. Hmm. Not true oh. in any jurisdiction, okay. at least at least it, it not um, at the time that 420 got this meaning.
1: I wonder if that has then, like, it's the other way around. I wonder if that has become a code anywhere.
0: Yeah, it might be. I didn't mm. look it up. Mm. Feel free to follow up, Kyle, if you want to. <laughs> I, know,
1: I, was just, I was just talking. <laughs> I mean, on your general own time. Wondering. I don't want to hear it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, number two, some people say that there's a connection to April 20th being Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler's birthday. What? What? It, no oh, okay. it's that is that is not why why what do you think do you have any theories of your own
1: <laughs> no i mean i kind of ran into general great right. like, the, the, uh like that it's a good time to smoke like right after school
0: yep that's true um the uh the timing of it is basically it's because of teenagers because of high schoolers and i'm going to talk about 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 that but uh uh the re- the reasons for meeting at that time it turns out aren't super complicated school ends uh, ends around three o'clock <laughs> then comes sports practice, and oh. it would be about 420 that you could be done with practice and changed and ready to get high.
1: I forgot about, like, after school, we had band practice and we had football practice. God, I forgot about that being a thing.
0: Yep. God, so childhood. I love it when shit like this happens, especially something that's such a cultural touchstone, right? Like, 420 is fucking famous. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Every, at least in the, in the English-speaking world. It is an A-list phrase. <laughs> <laughs> but normally, so finally, we can agree. Normally, those things because internet, because printing or whatever, we don't actually know like where it started or why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is five high school students in 1971 made this shit happen. Wow! Um, can you
1: imagine being like the creator of 420? That would be like very cool.
0: Well, Steve Capper, Dave Reddick, Jeffrey Noel, Larry Schwartz, and Mark Gravich absolutely can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you to our following Patreon members. But yeah, they
0: they they know because they did it. Wow. So they would get together at 4:20 p.m. to smoke marijuana by a statue of chemist Louis Pasteur at oh. San Rafael High School in Marin County, California. So it was actually initially they would say 4:20 Louis. And that was the time, 420, and the place at oh. the Louis Pasteur statue. Yeah. The Louis part got dropped over time. But um, the, yeah, so they would say 420 Louis. And that was the like, who's down, who wants to have that be a thing that we do today? Yeah. And people would like nod their head and, and they would do it. They called themselves the Waldos. Yeah.
1: I kept seeing Waldo show up and that, that's what I had to stop reading about.
0: Yeah. Don't know why. Hmm. Maybe, maybe this.
1: Because they're like hiding in plain sight
0: i don't think where's waldo was a thing in 1971 it wasn't i don't know derek when was when was when did where's waldo start (laughs) urgent now none of those people are named waldo but uh high times magazine started in 1987 great great all right High Times Magazine incorrectly reported that Steve Waldo formed the Waldos Mm. which that would be kind of a dick move to like gather a bunch of friends and being like we're called the Johnsons now enjoy (laughs) right I mean that's
1: like presidential campaigns
0: well that's true is that true
1: I mean that's like the Trump campaign that's a ton of people yeah okay that are all centered around one person's name
0: so they started doing this in high school and 420 Louis was how they would say we're gonna go get high after school blah 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 and Dave Reddix, who was one of the Waldos, had a brother who was working for the Grateful Dead. And he got his brother a job as a roadie for bassist Phil Lesh. And he brought with him this 420 Louis hmm. thing. The Grateful Dead picked it up. And so then the the Grateful Dead is sort of... The Grateful Dead and High Times magazine are how it got distributed then to the world and became this cultural phenomenon that it is. It it went far enough that on uh, by the time 1990 rolls around, uh, Deadheads in Oakland had flyers inviting people to smoke 420 on 420 at 420, <laughs> and uh, that made that made sense. And then th- that's that's when High Times magazine picked it up. Steve Bloom, who was a reporter for them. Uh, published the flyer and continued to reference the number and uh then ultimately that's how it became this thing hmm. the waldos are all still alive they also live in northern california in marin county or sonoma county they're still good friends uh there's a whole documentary on that uh that, that time did hmm. and y- y- yeah he said quote we got tired of the friday night football scene with all of the jocks We were the guys sitting under the stands, smoking a doobie, wondering what we were doing there. (laughs) Um, And then they had, like, adventures. That's kind
1: of weird how, like, I mean, it's getting more, it's getting less and less counterculture, but it still is counterculture 30 years later. It's still something we're fighting about.
0: Yeah, 50 years later. 50 years later. Fuck. Yep, for sure. And people still have the most fucked up ideas about marijuana and what it does to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We forgot to say at the top of the episode. Kyle and I are high and it's legal for us to do that here in the state of Washington.
1: We're a little high. So we forgot to say something. Yeah. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Yes, it is legal. I purchased this from a store where I could order online and then pick up in store. Like I was ordering a fucking takeout noodles, Mm, noodles. Ooh, I want noodles. That sounds good.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah uh, that's cool you can trace it back so directly yeah you can trace it back to it now there are there there's another group of people that claims that they were the <gasps> ones that invented it Ooh. who also went to san rafael high school in <gasps> Marin county california they were like a rival gang, not a rival gang they were just another like another lunch another table click that, yeah <laughs>
1: like one table over we like
0: that claims that they that they said it first and that the waldo <gasps> stole it from them Drama, to which a a, a a journalist was like, "What fucking difference does it make? None of you are getting paid."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> well, you just said a documentary was made about them or something. I, I want a yeah. documentary made about me. You have one. Oh, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. I want a better one. <laughs> uh, did I have anything more to say about them? Oh no. Oh what? Just this is just you're high. Yep. Hi. Hi. Should, uh, should i go why did i want to talk about hot tub time machine kyle
1: Ooh, you have to be high to enjoy it <laughs> it was made by high people
0: <laughs> yeah you
1: use it to hold your spliff
0: mm-hmm. 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 go ahead kyle okay it's your turn
1: <laughs> um high times magazine showed up a bunch yeah I saw um, uh do gay people smoke weed more than or do marijuana more than uh straight people
0: i'm gonna guess absolutely 100 percent yes
1: that's a good guess We'll find out if it's the we'll find out that it's true very soon. Great.
0: Um, Survey says uh, hold um, on to your what? Hold on to your butts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did it. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. What? Gay people. I assume gay people if it's like, you know, risky or illegal or a drug, a drug that are like soups totes more on board than straight people who have scared themselves into a boring life.
1: Yeah. Or like don't have to numb out so much of the pain. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I mean, that's why. Yeah. You know, like too. harder lives than numb it out with shit. Um, so there was a, uh, there was an article in high times by Benjamin M. Adams that I found the, that referenced these two studies that I'm going to mention. So there was a 2009 study where respondents were asked about their marijuana use and the answers were turned into then either they've never Oh, in the past year. Never used it or, or have not used it or have used it. Okay. Um, and they also have... Ask, have. Did. Gay people said have. <laughs> oh, you. Your answer is have. I'm a gay people. You're fine. a gay people. Um, you're one of the best gay people. Thanks. Uh, yeah, no problem. Sexual orientation is also a question. They asked them both to self-identify and state their behaviors recently. So they know a little bit of both. Um, that'll, that'll come up. Okay. Um, the results... Is that, uh, so,
0: like if somebody came and they're like, I'm straight, then like I had to also hear all of the straight shit that they did in the last week.
1: Well, they didn't ask for like a chart, <laughs> they didn't ask for an enumerated list. Okay. They were just like asked about like, had you been with a woman mm-hmm. in the past 12 months? Have you been with a man? Like, they asked about sexual behaviors, okay, not just how you self identify, okay, great. which I think is interesting because the heterosexual women who have had same sex partners as well as bisexual women and lesbians. So basically all the kind of gay gayish women were significantly higher, more likely to um, have used marijuana than heterosexual. They were higher. (laughs) That kind of worked
0: significantly higher chance of being hired. Yes,
1: exactly. For bisexual women, they were the most likely. Sure. Out of the three different various women we're talking about. I wrote, they were most likely to smoke wet.
0: Which maybe I, mean, <laughs> I don't judge. I don't judge bisexual
1: women getting high and fucking sounds hot. Um, heterosexual women next in in order. Um, heterosexual women who had had same sex partners were four times more likely than exclusively heterosexual women. Yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. seemed yeah. yeah, Gays. Yeah, gay.
0: I mean, I all. I mean, you can you can. I, I am high. Okay, right. so the thing is, Kyle, being gay, you are told your whole life by society overtly or otherwise that it's bad and it's wrong and it's it's not something for you and you just you don't want to be that and then you come out and you do and you're like oh this gay sex shit is pretty fucking fantastic (laughs) and i feel better about myself and my life so like you got lied to a Mm. whole bunch Mm. then you think about marijuana which at least as a kid that was that grew up in the 80s and had the dare program you thought like marijuana you're gonna do like black tar heroin was next yep, right yep, and, and yep. that that it was this horrible awful ruin your life gateway drug and then like the first time you get higher you're like oh my god they're <laughs> fucking lying to me it's it just it it seems related to me yeah that that gay people who are out enough to like do gay shit realize by now just like society's full of shit I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some stuff, or be a braver, or like explore Re-evaluate more. Reevaluate the
1: expectations of us and the norms. Yeah. So that's like que-
0: uh, queer people. Queer people do marijuana because you know they're tired of the lies that they were told by society.
1: Tired of the lies, Mike. Tired of them. Um, I. I bet. I absolutely bet that's it. Apparently, these were not in order. I lied. Lesbians were six times more likely than heterosexual women to use marijuana. Okay. So like. It goes lowest likelihood to most likelihood: heterosexual women, then heterosexual women with same-sex partners, then lesbians, then bisexual women. Great, bisexual women, you're on top.
0: Yeah, you always have
1: been. For gay men, gay men were the only ones that had a difference versus other groups, which surprises me because I would bisexual men often in these kinds of things stand out for uh, more difficult, like mental health issues yeah. and higher rates of things. I don't know, like they they just tend to be higher on when we talk about mental health and drugs. Um, so yeah, it just said that gay men were the only ones that are difference. Gay men were four times more likely than exclusively heterosexual women. No, than exclusively heterosexual men to, mm. to have used marijuana. A different study than just by comparison, because that's saying, you know, four times, six times higher. Like those are big rates. A little bit different study, a 2017 study that asked if respondents had, done any kind of marijuana during their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. just, this one was the past year. So now we're talking about one that's your lifetime. 49% of heterosexual respondents said they had 64% of LGBTQ respondents had. So that's 15 percentage points, yep. which that is a far cry from four to six times more likely. So my theory is if both of these studies are true, then that means gay people in particular use it, more regularly, it's not that just yeah. more of us have done it. A, some person, you know, a decent number more of us have done it, but not hugely different. And we may be more likely to do it regularly.
0: I think that's true. I, I think you're. I think you're right.
1: I think a lot of straight people have tried it and then they went back to. But they didn't inhale. Their, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Man, that MTV special. Um, But then they went back to like, that's something I did in college. And now I'm back to my, I'm, mar- I'm straight and married to someone like a woman and I'm happy in my home, you know, and I have kids and marijuana is something I did once. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. Yeah. Wacky to back. Yep. That's the Gata.
0: Great. What do you got? A fear that we don't have enough content for the <laughs> show now.
1: Oh, I feel like we've been recording for 13 days in a row. No, just a half hour. Okay, <laughs> we just yeah, we got we
0: got further to go. Uh, well, first, okay. So briefly, before I go into this, I want to um talk about the difference between legalization and decriminalization. Oh, okay, because they often get like conflated, right? So decriminalization just means it's it it is illegal, but that it's not going to lead to criminal charges. Mm-hmm. So it might be an infraction, like a fine or something, or it might be um, like technically illegal, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Kind of, mm. kind of space as far as like policing is concerned. Yeah. For
1: a while in Seattle, yeah, it was like the lowest thing on the list of things they should care about. Like if they see someone smoking weed and someone jaywalked, they would go after the jaywalker instead. Like they, they the, before it was legal, now it's just legal. So
0: and then and then legalization is it, it is legal.
1: I didn't really understand that difference between those two. Thank you, Michael. Oh, I learned something from this podcast.
0: Great. Great. um, Great. So it's complicated in the United States because state by state, like the states mm-hmm. get to decide shit, but then there's still like federal. So it's federally illegal. So in the United States nationwide from our national government, it is illegal, but the state of Washington has legalized it under Washington state law in really direct defiant opposition to, the the national law anyway
1: at some point it's gonna to have to go to the supreme court
0: yeah well colorado and washington were first hmm. and then 19 other states have followed yeah. so far yeah. so
1: i think a, i think so much of it is motivated by like oh look at that state revenue they're getting i don't it, which is fucking annoying that that would be the reason it's like oh now once there's i could get money out of this now i think it's fine i don't i've not I, that's just my own personal like thing that I just uh, my opinion. No,
0: Republicans on. love money more than they care about s- their saving values. people from themselves. Or, yeah. or their values. Yeah,
1: I think money is their value. So not all hashtag not all Republicans. I'm so sorry. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cleveland. While we're at it, yeah, <laughs> not apologized to them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I care so little about you that the only reason I made fun of you <laughs> was because I remembered 30 rock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay did i make up for it i think so okay okay weed
0: weed well no 420 the episode's 420 all oh, right that's important because i also wanted to talk to you about why the number 420 is badass oh, okay 420 is a cool number kyle is it yes well
1: other than for the weed reason
0: uh, yes okay um so here are ways in which 420 is special the number it's the sum of four consecutive primes
1: Oh, oh! Not one, two, three, four. <laughs> it could be different primes.
0: What are one plus one hundred three plus one hundred seven plus
1: one hundred nine? That's a weird. How do how, how do people figure that shit out? Yeah. Do, so Does someone just divide a bunch of stuff by a bunch of stuff? Okay, and then I, anything I, they find, they're like, "That's a neat thing."
0: A bunch of math dudes got together and probably got stoned as fuck, and they're like, "Let's figure out the ways <laughs> of four twenty <420 is> cool.
1: <laughs> you know what I want to do? Multiply consecutive <laughs> prime numbers. <laughs> bro
0: yeah <laughs> everyone's
1: like you're so high that's um, a weird thing to do
0: it is the sum of the first 20 positive even numbers no way two plus four plus six plus eight plus ten the that's first...
1: the fun fact we can all enjoy
0: yep and number three uh it is a zero of the merton's function and is sparsely totient we're not gonna div- i don't know what that means okay <laughs>
1: Some mathematician just fucking jizzed themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, someone fucking loved that shit yeah. so hard. Yeah. They're like, I didn't know anyone would talk to me about the McMartins numeral factorial. <laughs> I've never thought that could come up in a podcast that I listen to.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Now very messy, Nerd. messy mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is 20 times 21. So it is the, it's the multiplication of two numbers in order, which make it a pronic number. Pronic? Yeah, I'm Pro Nick Lachey. I,
1: God, he's still so hot. Yeah.
0: yeah. Get get in my booty. Um uh it is the smallest number that's divisible by all of the numbers 1 to 7. Oh. And as a consequence of that, it is a harshad number in every base from 2 to 10 except base 5. Fuck. Sorry, round two, mathematicians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I hope There's... your refractory period is as short as it needed to be.
1: <laughs> you just got to come twice in five minutes.
0: Uh, it's also a balanced number, which I don't know what that means. Oh, okay, um, and then and then last, uh, okay, I worked really hard, Kyle, mm-hmm. to find like any gay connection to like oh. a fuckload of this shit. Yeah, I have a limited amount of time that I go and do research for the show, and I was like, were any of the Waldo's gay? Was was no was uh, Louis Pasteur the statue that they were going to was he gay <laughs> Did he have opinions about gay people? The st- I looked up the guy that sculpted the statue to figure out whether <laughs> he, he was gay or not. You were uh, you were reaching you were reach arounding. Uh, it, it's it's uh, it's San Rafael High School. So I was like San Rafael. Is that kind of some kind of religious person? Were th- the were the gay rumors about that person? Yeah. Turns out it's the archangel Raphael and not not a person that had a sexuality. I just, I, I kept looking and looking. So, <laughs> I was very happy when I discovered that 420 is the country code for the Czech Republic. And
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, the, cle- the clearest connection that I can imagine. Yes. We yes. have country codes for things? Like, we're
0: plus one. Oh. But
1: there's a country that's, you dial, please dial 420 first?
0: Yes. Czech, huh. Re- Czech Republic. Or Chechia oh. if you're from Chechia. Sure. Um, And so, first of all... In in the Czech Republic, uh, marijuana is decriminalized. It is not legalized. That's why the, the, mm. the, the distinction there. So you can uh, uh, have a small amount of marijuana for personal use and not suffer any, like, uh, consequences. But it's interesting. I would think... Go ahead.
1: I would think Amsterdam would have this radiating effect outwards to, like, anywhere, like, just a radius surrounding it. Of
0: I read somewhere but i didn't save it that uh uh the netherlands amsterdam it's actually not legal it's just decriminalized really
1: that's yeah that's like the most famous place to to 420 Uh,
0: yeah apparently that's that's just uh, that's a function of decriminalization not legalization interesting uh the czech republic so what what do you when you think czech republic kyle what do you think
1: (laughs) boy i think like i should have paid attention in history like i just think about like i'm i think i know where that is on a map (sighs) i think it hugs russia maybe so like uh, this these are i very little mike i think very little because i'm so bad at geography
0: yeah it doesn't border russia but that's okay um (laughs) thank you uh it but it wasn't it's eastern europe and is uh was an eastern Bloc country so when the Soviet union was chugging along, it was like Czechoslovakia. And when it was Czechoslovakia, it was on the Soviet side of the, of of the equation. So I associate it with like conservative backwards, like long ways to go when it comes to LGBT stuff, (laughs) like, like Russia, like Florida, like Florida. And, and I, 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 I'm surprised. So the Czech (laughs) Republic is, uh, is the most progressive former Eastern bloc country in regards to LGBT rights. Uh, they have had registered partnerships since 2006 for same-sex couples, and uh, the uh, it, they don't have same-sex marriage. But same-sex marriage has been like discussed in, in, <laughs> in their in their legislature for for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, it went all the way up, Parliament. Parliament. Oh, okay. Parliament was discussing it uh, this year t- or 2021. Sorry, a couple of years ago. They have laws against discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. And 80% of Czechs in a pew, pew, pew research center (laughs) poll uh, thought that homosexuality should be accepted by society. Damn, that's better than us. And that's one of the highest rates uh, among countries surveyed. And more than 67% of Czechs support legalization of same-sex marriage as of 2020. Which, Prior to 2015, when it was legalized by the Supreme Court, we had... Our numbers were worse than that. Yeah, um, yeah, th- for but sure. Have, but have gone up since then. Uh, uh, they allow adoption regardless of sexual orientation and regardless of of marital status. So, uh, gay people can adopt just fine in in the Czech Republic. Transgender people are allowed to change gender, but they have to have surgery. But mm-hmm. that's still m- more progressive than a lot of places, well, a lot yeah. of parts of the world. <clears throat> Looking at you, UK, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, LGBT people are allowed to serve in their military
1: um yeah if you had an area
0: code for yourself what would it be 69 yeah i very mu- i very much enjoy 69. I okay i have our friend kelly i went to her birthday mm-hmm. and it was at a trivia bar and it was straight people trivia and um uh we were had this whole conversation about like is 69 good oh D- do people actually like to 69 oh and, and the straight people seem kind of divided on that. I'm like, no, it's amazing really? what's wrong with all of you.
1: Huh. I, d- I would expect every gay person to be like, Yeah, that's cool. Anyway. Huh. Mine would be eight eleven. Two holes, two sticks.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Everyone mix. Great. Um, should I tell you stuff? Yeah, tell me stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about bro culture in weed. Great. So weed this Bra. Is,
0: bra. bra um. Hacky sex and uh, um, white people dreadlocks and <laughs> patchouli like these are <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely
1: um uh, have you heard uh 420 friendly like on profiles
0: I've se- I've seen that I've seen that before yeah
1: there were a ton of articles that were like what does 420 friendly mean and I was like isn't that obvious do people need I guess people ask that question because it's a website
0: it seems obvious
1: it seems obvious to me right right okay. <laughs> Okay, bro culture, weed. That means either you smoke weed, 420 friendly. You smoke weed or you're cool with people to do. Yep. On a dating profile. Great. Um, bro culture and weed. Uh, LGBT, one of the things that I think I mentioned last time, but is worth repeating when we talk about weed, is that LGBT activists were leaders in the fight to legalize it, in part because of AIDS, yeah. HIV, because the government w- did not give a shit about them and they needed to find their own ways to treat what they were going through marijuana was a useful thing and they one of their successes they uh passed uh california's helped pass california's proposition 215 in 96 okay so one of the sometimes people are like oh yeah lgbt people led the way in that and sometimes like did they really or do we just want to try we just trying to give us credit for you know like that seems like a cool pc thing to say but it's like, I, I want to know, like, okay, then tell me, help me, like, get to why that's true. And th- in this case, because of AIDS, it, like, very much is true and is connected. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you feel like that? Do you sometimes feel like people are, like, pandering to be, like, this group has led the way?
0: um some I mean, sometimes, obviously. And uh, I think also sometimes, or most of the time, it's just true. And then it ends up being true. Right? yeah yeah. Like, did you know that this group that you don't think... Would be good was
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Oh no! God oh no! I think I just sound dumb. Um, nearly fourteen percent of people working in the cannabis industry are LGBT. Um,
0: my pot store is LGBT owned. Really? Yeah.
1: Um, that's awesome. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about ownership. Um, there, I think are a lot of. And do you like notice seemingly gay people <laughs> that yeah. work there? Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah well and the progress pride flag is like in the window and it's pretty great
1: apparently there are a decent number of gay people in the industry but then a lot of them are the ones that are the lower wage people that are working the desk or like not at the executive level so oh that that survey that said that was done by vangst a cannabis industry recruiting platform hmm there are so many weed-based things. Like when I was looking up, there are so many. Like the weed industry is like fucking booming.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything it, there's like
1: this weed magazine or this weed-specific advertising firm or this weed-specific this thing. Because of
0: all the places it's legal, right? Yeah, in, in, yeah, yeah.
1: It's new. <laughs> we need a lot that puts money into the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Cassia Graham, who's the director of community and strategy for Canna Canaclusive, hmm. a cannabis advocacy and marketing firm. <laughs> Because that's a thing, based in Brooklyn, New York. Cassia is also black and non-binary. They didn't use their pronouns, so I'm going to use they/them as what I'll default to. Cassia says, "quote Cannabis still revolves around bro culture, even within the queer community. There's still a lot of white cis people at the helm. Yeah. So that makes sense to me that there are limited uh, people at the executive level, and those that are would be the gay cis white men.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: that's sure. that's the like we get." you know, we get one pass. You're allowed these days, you're allowed to be a cis gay white man. And that's more accepted than any other identity. Or if you have something plus, you know, some other, you know, identity. Yep. Also LGBT is not the, the only issue. Um, according to marijuana business daily, every fucking <laughs> brand. I'm like, oh, sure. Marijuana business daily says that, uh, women account for just 22% of executive positions. Hmm which should be 50 so we're um and racial and ethnic minorities make up 13 percent wow so they're they're like seeing all those numbers that again not one of them like they're all numbers we hear you know even just general industry so it's not that surprising but also reinforce that like okay that would make sense then if the people that are getting the money from this are bros are like finance bros or like you know straight stoner bros or something
0: so do you think it's so tying that to bro culture is really interesting to me like it it sort of implies in a way that like on the one hand it's privilege and and that's what you're touching on but also like bros took over marijuana because bros are pot smokers right like it's part of it's is is it part of bro culture to get high I I Uh, guess
1: so I I think there's a stoner bro culture yeah so I think there's at least a subset of that. Like, I think, you know, bros could do a lot of things like, you know, like there's like fratty bros and there's gym bros and and they, sometimes they overlap, but sometimes they're like different kinds of bros. I think like stoner bro is one of them.
0: Like skaters.
1: And I think stoner bro, like a white stoner bro, then it, it is more acceptable for certain groups in our society than a black person yeah. smoking weed. Like we then place our stereotypes and biases on people and oh, it's just, a, it's not non-threatening when it's a straight white dude.
0: Right yeah 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 so
1: that that's the group that i'm imagining that um, and then kind of running this. <laughs> and then
0: used it to put a bunch of black people in jail oh yeah despite absolutely not hurting anybody
1: yep yep um i i mean part of the i really like the the place that i go to you can select five uh, percent of your spend is donated and you can select and i always picked the last prisoner project mm-hmm. because if like legalizing weed needs to come with lots of pardons for people that especially black people that are in prison for weed for yeah. non- uh, violent drug offenses that should like now this shit is legal. Yeah. And we're talking about it. Like no one should be in prison for it. Right. It's legal. Like, yeah. It so that that's unfortunately, I don't know that that's going to come along with all, legalization, but it should. Yeah. Any whom's uh weed map, which is a website, um, had a 2021 cannabis in America report that found that is it a
0: map of where the weed is weed
1: <laughs> maps. Um, I, I, th- think they have info on like different local like shops it looks like amazon amazon for weed for weed wow i mean that's a great that's a great log line right there yeah amazon for weed um in their survey more than a third of people said they wanted to shop with an lgbtq owned cannabis business yeah so people are looking which it's cool that you have one so you know for sure they're doing that um people want to but only 13 percentage 13% 13% of people know if their cannabis retailer is right. LGBT or not, yeah. which I don't know actually. Like as I was writing that, I was like, Oh, that's, I don't know if my place is LGBTQ owned. I know they're the more like, they're not the big corporation. They're like the smaller kind of shop that also donates money. So I like them a lot. But,
0: but... then I'm also going to bet it's, it's Seattle. There's probably a like, fucking pride flags everywhere. Yes, like, there's pride like, flags. Yeah. Like you basically, let's, like you just have to do that That's as a true. business here, this, here. Uncle likes the
1: big corporation one that I try to avoid throws up so many pride flags. Like, yeah. 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 Um. So I will, maybe I will figure out who's, who are the owners of this shop. That's something I should do. And maybe more of us should
0: do if you buy legally. I'm also realizing that I'm just taking their signs word for it. When it says LGBT owned business on a sign in there, I just assume that why would they lie about oh, that?
1: Oh, owned. Yeah, not not just hanging flags. Saying you're LGBT owned. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Like, that would be some major deception. That'd be really shitty, manipulative people that I think is like, that's on them, not you.
0: Republicans. <laughs>
1: um. So, apparently... Because
0: they love money more than their more values. More than their values.
1: <laughs> that's... I mean, I know we make fun of Repub- I, The Fuck them. That's oh, that's fine. You're attacking the trans community. Fuck off. Apparently, we have a very big purchasing power. So we are worth marketed towards. This is one of those times where it's like, it sucks. Some people care about money more than their values. So sometimes you have to give the numbers to help convince people to care about our rights. Yeah. And that's a shitty order to have to do things in. But sometimes it just works. So here it is. Uh, 2016 estimates from LGBT capital. That's in capital that's a proper noun, puts global purchasing power, the global purchasing power of the queer community at five point four trillion. Ooh. And of that, US and Canada, how much of that is US and Canada?
0: Ninety-two percent. <laughs>
1: not that much. Twenty percent. It's over one trillion of it is estimated to be from the US and Canada. Oh, okay. That's a shit ton of money. That and we don't even it's not even legal in every state here. So like that's
0: it's a growth market.
1: It's a grow. It is definitely a growth market. And once things... I, I Do you... I just see like we are going to legalize it eventually. It's just a matter of when. Do you feel that
0: way too? I mean, if you had asked me before we started debating whether it was okay for drag queens to exist. That's true. I would have said for sure. It Just everything feels like it's going backwards at a high rate of speed right now. And so I have... Yeah. I had more optimism about the legalization of marijuana, not like a year ago.
1: That's and true. That's a good point, Mike. I was feeling too good for a second, and <laughs> you helped me bring me down. <laughs> I appreciate. <it>. I needed <laughs> that. I needed someone to ground me in the muck that is reality. Yeah. Um. So thank you. Um. I I agree. Anything that like like I said, like it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Anything now that's like going to go to the Supreme Court, it's like, oh well, fuck. Yeah. That's not great right now.
0: Not great right now. So. Clarence Thomas.
1: Man, he shouldn't be there anymore. Man, he should man, not. Man, so much of what he did should be illegal.
0: Yeah, or is. And he, or is. Or he won't, yeah, but they, he won't suffer consequences.
1: Because Republicans don't care as long as you're a Republican. Right. Um. Anyhow. So part of, you know, like we were talking about just places that just put up pride flags and you're just like. In Seattle, that's the price of doing business. You yep. just have to, it, it's assumed that you have to, anyway, I think LGBT people are also starting to catch on to some of that. And, you know, that's not enough yet. We want to look a little bit deeper anyway. So out of 4,000 respondents, they, they were asked how they felt about corporates that advertise cor- corporations that advertise to the LGBT community and the percentage that felt positively towards that 15% feel positively feel very positively when companies do pride themed ad campaigns, that number jumps to over 40% for companies that advertise on a regular basis, not just during pride month. Mm, Okay. So that I I liked that difference, that big increase that there is. If, if we know you support us year round and not just during June, yeah, that should be important. That's a big distinction. That makes
0: sense. Yeah. It's the, 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 how sincere are you when July 1st is when you like roll back your logo as quickly as you can.
1: Yep. Yep. How sincere are you? I, I like that. Cause you can still mean it during pride month, but is that embedded into your core values? Like how much do you care? How much are you talking about it outside of that month? Those all matter. Yeah. So yeah, I wrote down a link to brands that support that are, that are LGBT owned. And I didn't write down any of the names hmm. okay. on my actual paper. Okay. So I don't know what's on this link because mm. I print out my paper. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to read this link, but I'll give to Derek the link so that we can post on Instagram uh, the LGBT-owned brands.
0: Great. Excellent. Hmm. F- follow the link, everybody. Click on <laughs> I, it. <laughs> oh, God, Kyle. What have we done? I don't have anything more. Are we? Did we finish? 420.
1: Wow. I feel like we should be talking more about it. What's your... Uh, what's your personal marijuana use
0: rarely and usually i in edible form Hmm. smoking it is just first of all i quit smoking and it was like the hardest thing that i've ever done and i just nervous about inhaling anything or like i have weird ptsd flashbacks to smoking cigarettes it just eh. and it is so harsh Hmm. like Uh, uh, someone in our life uh, (laughs) used to say, uh, you don't get off until you cough. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's just, like, it feels like your lungs are on fire. Like, why sign up for that? No amount of fun is worth that.
1: You do, like, figure that out. You'd get used to that and know how to do it a little bit more. It's Mm -hmm. not always horrible.
0: Thank God for vape pens. That's made it a lot easier than, like, inhaling burning leaves. But
1: That, I fear, would lead more to actual, like, vaping. Like... Hmm of nicotine than than other things maybe i hate like you you mentioned up front like we were trained i was I went through dare in texas where i thought that if you do a drug once you it's the same as doing them all like they are all on an equal footing of all drug bad like yeah which fucked with my brain about what drugs to use and what's the difference and what's what's a sometimes and what's a never like drug so i don't know yeah how about you
0: what's your you know
1: i it's also rare for me I think during the pandemic I like used weed way too much. And then a, at, at a certain point I was like, oh, I'm just doing this cause I don't want to feel stuff. So mm-hmm. I had, I feel like I'm in the process of like unlearning a lot of things that I picked up during, um during COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm that in alcohol use, I'm trying to like cut back on and be a reasonable human. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm still in that. Like every, Joe Biden says the pandemic's over. So, like no one, I don't know. People don't talk about some of these lasting effects. Yeah. And, and I think this is one of those lasting effects that I'm working through of not needing stuff to just numb out everything for sure. And I've had to like wean myself off. So it's rare. Um, It is like on the, the scale of what bad things I could do to numb things out. It's not the worst thing. I might just do it, sit at home and like eat too much food. Yeah. Like which on the scale of bad things, that's, you know, you can come back from that. So like, I don't know. Uh, it still is like, I think for me, not a super healthy thing to do with any kind of regularity. So yeah, yeah very
0: rare. Uh, yeah. 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 But not opposed. You're not, no, no, I like, no. fully
1: you know, support legalization, yeah. full legalization and release of prisoners who are in jail because of it.
0: And it's like impossible to overdose on. And it's not <laughs> like everybody like gets high and then jumps behind the wheel of a car and yeah. Drives out. Like they just want to sit on their couch and eat nachos. Yeah. God, I want nachos so bad right Ooh. now. Um, Anyway, so, but yeah. Derek. Uh, what? No. No, don't put that on him. Get us nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you double.
1: I'll pay you any amount of money for nachos um, from the gayish account. Um, yeah, I'll legalize it. What we're talking
0: about? Yeah, legalize it. It's yeah. safe. That's the thing. Like, yeah. like al- alcohol. The just it's more dangerous it's, or less it's, less dangerous than alcohol. It's worse for your body. It causes more like car crashes than anything, and people get violent. And you have to listen to their stories. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. Sometimes when you get high, you have to listen to people's stories, but they're like rambling stories that they don't know where they started.
0: Right? Gayish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that it
1: yeah what well, well, the we confirmed the that the stereotype is gay and it is it is that's the that's All, the final verdict although
0: 420 itself nothing to do with k people no, oh, oh <laughs> just, yes
1: just the weed part 420 well <laughs> there's one connection and that's right. to the czech republic right yeah. yeah okay i think we did it great okay
0: so should we take a break yeah let's take a break let's take a break break <laughs> part where Mike
1: and Kyle take a break you said you've said you get quiet when you get high i do get quiet when i get high thank you for not doing that on our podcast where we talk
0: i try i'm trying are we back we're back <laughs> we're back we're gonna do our gayest and straightest we're gonna do our gayest and straightest but first hey 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 we're going on a tour yeah we're doing our sixth anniversary tour and finally the shit is like for reals now locked in for realsingtons mm-hmm. so you can write these down uh all of this is listed at gayishpodcast.com slash live and you can get tickets off of our Eventbrite. but here here's here's the here's the what we're doing and a couple of these are different than what i said before so just pretend i didn't say it before brand new information just, to you I, i'm saying it now sunday june the 4th at 7 p.m in new york city we will be at the spot which is a gay bar in hill's Friday, June 23rd at 3 p.m. We'll be in Seattle, Washington at the Hula Hula. That's a collaboration with Derek and Romaine. It's going to be magical. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, July 29th at 1 p.m. We'll be in Chicago, Illinois at Sidetrack. They're in Boystown. North Alstead neighborhood Sunday August the 13th at 1 p.m. in San Francisco California at Oasis Sunday September 10th at 4 p.m. Pacific in Los Angeles California at Akbar in the Silver Lake neighborhood and Sunday October 15th at 1230 p.m. we'll be in Houston Texas at Kiki and I can't not say Kiki <laughs> uh, which is a, a newer venue that's attached to Buddies if you know where that is yeah. in, in Montrose so come 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 see us
1: it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to do I don't know just our show yeah <laughs> and you should come see it
0: yep come see it mm. i'm gonna i'm not gonna do local gay bar review i'm too stoned
1: okay local stoned mike review <laughs> uh very i'll f- rate you as very
0: very oh
1: that's my mo ding ding ding, ding, that's, ding. Not, that's my mike <laughs> gay stoned review you win okay
0: great Gay and straightest uh no. Our website is gayishpodcast.com.
1: <laughs> you can find our Discord, Instagram, Spaces, all the things at gayishpodcast.com slash
0: contact. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is five eight five five gayish. That's five eight five five four two nine four seven four. Got it. Standard rate supply.
1: Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail dot com.
0: And our physical mailing address is post office box one nine eight eight two Seattle, Washington
1: nine eight one oh nine. Yeah, HMU um gays and straightest
0: now gays and straightest great i'll
1: go because i've been eager i guess um my uh straightest is going to the optimism brewery here in seattle Mm -hmm. um where it is i think it's like people that play board games and then straight couples that go on dates yeah and checks out they like serve beer they have their whole thing is they have all this beer on tap yeah um so just a very straight just a straight venue. The gayest is checking out all the straight bros there that right. were there. Yeah. Yeah. There were so many hot ones. I feel bad for the person I was with. Cause I kept looking around at all the like hot straight bros. I was like, no, I'm focused. Oh. I'm paying attention. I'm here. I'm with you.
0: Uh, yeah. And the fact that they're not paying attention to you, makes it, <laughs> makes it even hornier. Oh, but... true. See our <laughs> episodes
1: on assholes. Uh, what about you?
0: Uh, the straightest thing about me this week is not caring about the RuPaul Finelli. Oh, right. You paid zero attention. Did you not. even asked,
1: like, is there some, something <laughs> going on? Someone was like, I'm here. Yeah. One of, <laughs> of
0: our friend's threads. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, what?
1: I also, t- to be fair, I did not know it was the finale either.
0: Yeah, and I don't know who won and don't want to look that up either.
1: Someone said their name to me because I was like, oh, just tell me who won. So I had, like have a social touchstone with other people that are into this and I forgot.
0: Uh, The gayest thing about me this week I was at the pharmacy picking up some pills yesterday And I was just staring out the window At this boy's ass in these pants He was waiting (laughs) at the crosswalk He was with a couple of other straight bros I think they were all straight Except maybe not I don't know But this boy's jeans were painted on him And (laughs) his booty All of a sudden (laughs) I hear Sir can I help you (laughs) The pharmacist (laughs) had to get my attention I was like holding up the line Wow Yeah that's a lot that boy's ass
1: ass Yes, 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 yes. Um, I have a listeners gayest and straightest every week Derek Our production assistant posts a Question to Instagram to uh, Get you to post your gayest and straightest there And you can follow other people's there so follow us At gayest podcast um, But one of the gayest that I really liked uh, I listened to a Love is blind podcast I could Feel myself getting dumber by the
0: minute Yeah you can
1: <laughs> Don't listen to that podcast listen to ours And what's your straightest someone said that they saw an ad for death do us part anything. Uh, I love that show. Do you like the documentary featuring Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker? No, <laughs> that's the one they were talking about. They saw an ad for death do us part, um, Courtney and Travis and had no clue what I was looking at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I saw that on Hulu and I kind of
0: want to watch that. Okay. Well do it and let me know. She
1: got, she got together with a blink 182 guy isn't yeah. that crazy
0: and then he died right
1: no oh. he's alive
0: oh are we sure did he die i don't know
1: oh my god did he die i don't <laughs> <laughs> hold on is travis barker dead no he okay everybody <laughs> <laughs> calm down he's still alive because then i was like oh till death do
0: it? it's over it, they, <laughs> they parted, you parted. no no nope, still
1: live we're all good anyway um that is it
0: yeah that's it a special thank you to the waldos for giving us 420 420 louis
1: thank you to all the queer people that are in upper level management positions in the weed industry i guess it, and in lower level positions i don't know why and all gay people and everyone thank you everyone <laughs> thank you for the
0: weed kyle <laughs> yeah no
1: problem <laughs> sorry everybody i also want to thank our following super gap Burgers, andrew bugby christopher and john Carly, stephen portio stossel harry shaw josh copeland jonathan Montaigne yes wadu forest nail patrick martin james barrow steve douglas explosive La- lasagna michael cubington just jamie kevin henderson thomas b timothy sara dusty sands a coleman and chris Catchadorians and jerome york <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Ketchatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson.
1: I'm Kyle Gets. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be high. Be bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> are you feeling
0: a little high i don't know the difference between cbd and thc Mm. to know if i'm actually going to get high
1: it might be five milligrams is pretty small for thc right i don't think cbd
0: should i do more (laughs) this is also a problem like sometimes i go back and do more and then i sleep in the jeep yeah (laughs) give it
1: well that uh, you Up to you. Okay. And given you said one of the risks is you want to go sleep in your Jeep and Mm -hmm. we have to record a podcast, I would would be less comfortable if you did another one.
0: Great. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to do it? Oh, no. Please stay awake, Mike. I will. You could like do half of it.
0: Half of it. You could do the other half. I could. Do you want to?
1: No. Oh, no. It's a truffle. It is uh, a hybrid cookies and cream truffle.
0: Mmm. Mmm. It tastes like magic. Okay, ready. Yeah.
1: Good news. Now I have the outro Easter egg done. That was fun.
0: Great. <laughs>